0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast.
1: There are probably some parents who think, if I just do what I'm supposed to, if I apply all the great stuff I learned from Focus on the Family and all the other great parenting resources out there, if I just raise my kid right, they won't ever sin. They'll never go astray. But... It's just not the case. I'm John Fuller. That's along... not how
2: it works, John. <laughs> no, it's not. Are you sure?
1: <laughs> and that's the end of our podcast. Thanks for listening. Make a donation if you can. No, I, I'm i John Fuller along with Danny Huerta. And Danny, what's behind that kind of belief? I mean, why would a parent think, if I just do this all right, my kid won't mess up? We
2: want perfect endings, John. We want things to to go just right and and go well and that we have control over that. And we don't. We have control of our focus and we pay, where we pay attention and, and how we manage our response to things. But beyond that, we don't have control over the end results. And that's where trust has to come in. And um, I think the anxiety that comes from a parent having a child that misbehaves is that it, it reflects poorly on the parent, that somehow I did something wrong, when really it's about the child owning uh, that behavior and that choice and that decision And I I love the the idea that there's no such thing as a perfect child. Just raise a real one. Mm. Raise a real child, a child that's a sinner, uh, redeemed through a relationship with Christ and forgiven and learns about the repairing and maintenance of relationships and the richness of what that is going to be about and learning how to ask for forgiveness. There's a lot to be learned when we're imperfect. And uh, just as parents, we we have to reach deep and be okay with imperfection and failure.
1: Well, and it, it'll show up sooner or later. I remember somebody said, I believe in, um, in the universal nature of original sin because I've seen two-year-olds, and <laughs> that's about when they start sinning, right? Yeah. So we're going to hear more about sin from Amber Leah and Wendy Speak as they talk about what to do when your kid sins. And here now is Focus President Jim Daly. You
3: know, Amber, one of the things you said there that I caught was this idea that you're raising sinners. I mean, <laughs> right. we tend to forget that. We have a high level of expectation as Christian parents, particularly mm-hmm. that yeah. our kids, because they're our kids and we walk with the Lord, will be better. Right? They won't mm-hmm. sin. And they are sinners. And we forget yeah. that or we don't know how to translate that. Mm-hmm. It's also one of your scripts when your children sin. Yes. And it's not if it's It's when Mm -hmm. and it's part of this life and the irony is we try to keep them from that bad behavior rightly but the lord will use sin in their life to teach them that's right because it's that great scripture of suffering leading to endurance leading to character Mm -hmm. leading to hope sin has a role in shaping us hopefully for good and not for ill. So what about that next script of uh, children who when sin? When your children sin, yeah. when they sin. Yeah, not well, if. That's,
0: that's <laughs> one of my favorite conversations because this is really the heart of what I long for in my child's life is salvation. And what it dawned on me one day, you cannot have salvation without sin. You cannot have the gospel of Christ at work in our lives without sin. So if you go through those verses that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life and that we need to confess our sins and he will be faithful and just to forgive us. I mean, this is the gospel. We want salvation for our children we just don't want them to do anything that requires them being saved. <laughs> right. You know, we we don't want them to mess up. We want them to avoid the pain of it, the embarrassment of it. We want them not to sin. And yet it's only through sin that we receive forgiveness. And that really helped me. And I'm glad that I learned it when I did right on the brink of my oldest becoming a teenager, mm-hmm. because if you have older children, you know that they sin when they're little. But as they get bigger, their sins get bigger. Their sins get kind of sinnier, you know? And they feel
3: more adult, the pain of it. I mean, they, they know. Deeper. They're rational
0: yeah. now. Right.
3: After about 10, they've got really good uh, skills. You right. Know?
0: And I remember the day where I realized that my being there for my child when they sinned was a privilege. What happened? Oh, this is one of those stories where I have to be careful of details because he's older and it is his okay. story. But I'll tell you, we got a call from school, and he did something bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wrote a bad word okay. on the side of a desk. I'd never even heard my child say a bad word. Right. I'd not heard anyone say a bad word while I was with my child. Right. And um but like it was a bad, bad I mean, if there's a okay, ranking of bad it. words, this yeah. is one of the bad ones. Um <laughs> and I went and I picked him up. My husband actually is the one that got the call from school, and he called me because he was out of town and said, You need to go pick him up, but I'm coming in. I'll be home just an hour or so after you guys get home. Don't even talk to him about it. Let me. So I picked him up, and I was shocked, of course. And he gets in the car. I said, We'll talk when your dad gets home. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a threat, though. I wasn't, right, well, right. you wait till your father gets home. Mm-hmm. It was a, we need your dad here to talk this through. And he just started crying in the car. I need to talk now. I need to talk now. Mm. And Mm. I said, I'm not ready. So we went home and he went to his room and he closed the door behind him and he was weeping. Mm. And he kept saying, Mom, this is too much for me to handle alone. Like I get choked up Mm. when I remember it. And I remember it hitting me. It is a privilege to walk with my children through sin to forgiveness. And I know that many of your listeners, they have little ones. and But if we can catch that vision when they are young, yeah. there must be mm-hmm. sin for them to experience forgiveness. So one of the things I said to Caleb when I did go in was, do you remember the day that you accepted Jesus as your Savior? He said, I remember it so clearly. He was four, and he told me the story. As a 14-year-old, he looked back and told me the story. And I said, yes. And do you remember what you did that day that was so sinful? He said, I yelled no and I kept getting out of bed at nap time. <laughs> I said, "Caleb, that wasn't a really awful sin. I mean, it felt bad in the time. This, like if there's a ranking, yeah. this is sinnier, right?" But that that you were forgiven for at four Was just a picture of all that God had already forgiven you for in that moment. So, this has already been forgiven for. Now, you get to rededicate your heart to accepting the salvation that Christ came to bring. And then you get to allow that to transform your behavior and to walk like it's true. And, you know, tears on both of us where we got to accept forgiveness that Christ had given to him. And what a joy to have that privilege with my child in our home. And yet, man, don't we just want to blame and shame our kids when they do wrong? Mm -hmm.
1: We do. I like the way Wendy closed that segment because she really reflected what you were saying at the top of the uh, podcast here, Danny, that we want kids to understand forgiveness in Christ because they are going to sin. And I think I've been guilty, frankly, of projecting perfection sometimes on my kids. Uh, you know i expect something from you because you know i've conquered that one i don't sin in that way anymore so you shouldn't either i we really need to to show our kids i fail and here's how we repent with each other and with christ and here's how we move on right i mean we have to model that for them
2: oh we do in our relationships that we have with our extended family with our in-laws with our spouse that's where we, they really get their information on what this looks like from the way adults handle it between each other and then towards them as well. And even asking for forgiveness. As parents, we're not going to be perfect. And in our home, my kids joke about a book, an imaginary book of my failures as a dad here Ooh. and there. We just have fun. We have fun with it. We laugh about it. Oh, dad, that's another one. Because in reality, I'm not going to be a perfect dad. And I'm going to ask for forgiveness. And it's not about tallying, keeping tally of my failures. It's just a reminder. They're not expecting me to be a perfect dad nor am I expecting to be a perfect dad for them. Hmm. And I'm going to have to ask for forgiveness here and there. And uh, I made that clear pretty early on. Guys, I'm not always going to get it right. And and I've had a past that has sin along with it, and I've experienced God's redemption and the depth of love. Had I not... Got to a place of knowing and acknowledging my sin, I would have missed out on the depth of love that God has mm. for me. And I want to, as a dad, lead you towards that where you understand the depth of love from God because without him, you would not have eternal life and you won't have forgiveness, you won't have joy. You you will experience a life that is empty and mm. I don't want that for you. And so in our conversations uh, I like to talk about erasers uh, that, to bring it home for them, that we need to have eraser moments, uh, moments where we're okay uh, erasing that moment and creating a new one to replace it. And mm. sometimes we can call that as a do-over. We can say, let's press rewind and try it again. Or for kids, it's the reset button. Let's press reset. Let's let's try that moment again because it just didn't go right.
1: Okay, so... Um in a conversation the other day, redos came up, and I get that. We never used that earlier on in our parenting journey, but um, can I have a redo, Dad? Sometimes I say no, because life doesn't always offer a redo. I forgive you. I'm not mad, but this the consequence stays the same, because we've been trying to work on this, and I feel like you should be able to get this one by now. Is that uh, I'm being kind of uh, foolish perhaps here, but is that a good idea? Or should I just show a lot of grace and mercy because that's what God does for me?
2: That's a different situation because it's a the goal there is not connection. It's a very selfish motive to try to get past a consequence. In this case, it's, I said something wrong. Let's redo that, and I want to practice doing it right. Okay. If your child said something mean to you, you can say, hey, let's and they didn't mean it. Let's redo it. Let's have you practice using the right words. Let's let's try it again, this time with respect. You know, it's those moments of of trying it again, but not to avoid a punishment or a consequence. It's, it's to bridge and reconnect and repair the road that has been damaged.
1: I love how you read that because I didn't give you the setup, but that was exactly it is, oh, wait, that's the consequence? Can I have a redo? So <laughs> it was totally to try to get out of something. And it's like, no, sorry, I'm not going there. So, I, I so appreciate Danny's um, understanding of this topic and the way that he just framed things for us. And I want to encourage you to stop by our website. We have other grace based uh, perspectives and helps for you there. We've got the Parenting Scripts book by Wendy and Amber. Uh, we're going to send that to you when you make a generous donation today of any amount to Focus on the Family because we really want you to have the book. So, please make a donation of any amount and uh, we'll send that to you. Now, Next time, we're going to be hearing from Jonathan McKee about the problem of bullying. Uh, he's got quite a story and some great insights. For now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny Huerta and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting podcast.